All right, hello, welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. We are playing Werewolf tonight. We are continuing our uh, Future Lies and Dust campaign. Uh, we are getting near the end. We're getting, I think, down the final. We're going to start up probably the final arc tonight. Uh, we got some aftermath stuff to deal with first, and then uh, and then we're going to kind of start in this final arc. Uh, we've already mapped out the final scene uh, of the uh, of the campaign. Uh, we're not going to spoil it. We're going to do everything we can to make it happen because it would be hilarious. Uh, but, uh, we won't spoil. No, no spoils yet. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, we're going to get started. Um, why don't we go ahead and just do some quick intros and then we'll dive back in. So Jeremy, you want to tell everybody who it is you are playing? Yeah, I'm playing Eustace Hart, the Final Ducks Heart Warden. Just a nice, even keeled dude, uh, doing his best to try and help the pack out. And now has like a million coyotes following him around. Absolutely. It's great. Yeah. Absolutely. You have close to 40, uh, 40 coyotes, like, like three dozen coyotes. We said that's a lot. Uh, Melissa, how many, uh, how many coyotes does Selena? Have? None. No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess <laughs> how many times you can describe your character, us? I guess. Go ahead. <laughs> Next question. How many times has Selena, uh, successfully hairs left? <laughs> once <laughs> <laughs> i just picture the scene when you hop on the roof by orange moon shadow as like the tiles just it's just comically like you're like ah. oh god so funny so funny one of these days one of these days it's gonna work and it's gonna be it's gonna be worth it it's gonna be worth it we're gonna be we're gonna be very excited it might, it might, um, yeah. but otherwise I, I think it's been a little bit since she's smoked. Uh, so maybe that's it. Maybe she's mm. like thinking too much. Maybe she just needs to be chill and just sort of like let it happen. So yeah, maybe that's what it is. He's <laughs> out. <laughs> Sorry. We're, we're starting to work some stuff out on stream. Maybe we should. <laughs> Fair Fair enough. All right. Uh, next up, uh, Evan, tell us about Duke. Yeah, Duke Dustfang is currently naked, covered in blood, playing dead in a tent. Uh, we'll see what happens. He just destroyed a whole neighborhood, pretty much. But, you know, he's he doesn't know that. He is still in the tent. He can't see. He just assumes it worked. It did work. It did work. It totally did. Uh, I mean, honestly, you probably saved uh, your pack. To be honest. <laughs> you know, it's not the first time Duke saved his pack, but I'm sure he won't get any credit. So it's okay. I, exactly. No one's going to say, hey, Duke, thanks for saving. Thanks us. for saving us again. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Because yeah. it is the second time, really. I mean, you mm -hmm. didn't learn the other right and everything. Yeah. But, you know, such as, you know, heavy. Lies such as life being the alpha, you know, people yeah, just. It it's okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> We're gonna erect a statue of the Sept uh, in Duke's <laughs> honor. That's what it's gonna be. <laughs> As he currently looks right now, but he's just gonna say no blood and gold. And the <laughs> nope. No, no, no. Oh goodness. Uh, God. All right. Next up, uh, Kisser, tell us about Lou. Uh, Lou is currently not naked on a floor, bleeding out somewhere, uh, and uh, awesome. did not vote for Duke. <laughs> but <laughs> sorry uh, not she, my alpha not my alpha uh, she's uh, 
she's a <laughs> ragabash glass walker, uh, likes a little bit of a mystery, tends to be a little bit impulsive and uh, a little bit French. <laughs> a little bit French. A little bit of it French, a but it's a French. Made up country. Okay. No. Yep. I thought <laughs> no. I thought you were like Quebec. That ain't that ain't France. Aren't the language Quebec? is still called French. Yeah. <laughs> the Quebecois is uh, still speaks the French. I'm a, I like do when French people go to Quebec, are they like, oh, this sounds exactly like our language or are they more like what no. happens when the Brits come hang out in the U.S. and like, what yes. the fuck happened? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's what? a different dialect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> for example, yeah. pomme de terre versus potate. If you really want to start getting me into it, which you don't. No, no, please continue. <laughs> no, there's I'm um, not fully prepped. Could you go for another hour and fifteen? Yeah, I want to talk about potatoes. It's a slightly older right. dialect, and it's considered a dirty. But for some reason, they're still teaching France French in our school systems instead of our Quebecois French, which would have been nicer. Okay, okay, all of French. that. A dirty French. All give me my out. Canadian <laughs> French. Uh, well, uh, merci. Uh, now we shall move on to no. <laughs> I will leave the stream. Merci. I will uh, leave the stream. And tell us about Jacques. Uh, uh, Jacques Quaiclaw was born a wolf, uh, a red talon under the full moon, the warrior's moon, the owl moon. He is a warrior first and foremost of the green mother and a protector of the wild and a full believer in Duke's leadership. Um, and, of course, uh, an absolute, uh, absolutely hates the worm, but more so hates the weaver. Not more so. More mm -hmm, so. Mm -hmm. the, the true evil in the world yeah. is the weaver. And yet, and yet somehow you and, and Lou explored part of this, uh, this weird creature together, working I together. Know. I would never have thought when the buddy system broke down that it would be Lou and Jacques that were together. I would never have thought that. Never would have thought so, but uh, nope. she came around and understood yeah. the, the... Well, wheel. there's certain humans that do need to get killed, but you also have certain wow. humans that shouldn't be killed. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, I'll, I'll, be, uh, I'll be interested in seeing which ones you choose. Okay, so uh, let's get started. So last time around... You all were continuing your your kind of encounter, your fight at Whispering Sands, this uh, <laughs> relatively cursed subdevelopment uh, outside of Florence, Arizona. Uh, the rest of the pack had plunged into this like little bizarre world inside the digestive tract of this spirit while Duke was performing a ritual on the outside to force his spirit to detach from that neighborhood. Later, as Evan has already said, I uh, got fairly wounded, like self, uh, sort of self-harmed in the process to try to make the ritual work. You kind of were hiding amongst, you playing dead, hiding amongst the various bodies and gore and such like that, that the, when the locker room works kind of came around to investigate. Inside, uh, Selena, you got separated uh, from Jacques and Lou, but in doing so, you actually <laughs> located Orin Moonshadow, the missing uh, stargazer uh, pack member, um, and who, who appeared fairly, fairly resigned to his fate at that point. Uh, and you all shared a, a moment where you kind of looked up at the sky and you saw this sort of like this infinite starry uh, sky up ahead. And then that's when everything kind of shifted. 
Uh, elsewhere, Eustace, you were navigating through various classic TV sitcom sets, uh, and you rescued a skin body dark paw uh, from Archie Bunker's uh, reclining chair. Uh, and in the process, you also happened to save uh, a couple dozen uh, stray coyotes who had found themselves caught inside the spirit's aura. Uh, Lou and Jacques, you encountered those same lesser spirits uh, from some kind of um, some kind of compound or farm or a commune or farm that were sitting down for dinner. Eustace had seen them earlier as well. Jacques, you beseeched them for aid. You were very polite. You used etiquette, uh, and so they gave you help, and they they provided you the the missing the I think the last missing of the piece of the setmates, etc. Uh, and so. Uh, you all managed to recover the bodies, and I want to stress that the bodies were skinned uh, and furless and were partially digested. Uh, but because of the immense powers of uh, Werewolf Generation, there is a pretty darn good chance that they will eventually recover, although it might be a slow, uh, slow process. Uh, but eventually, uh, Eustace reunited with Jacques and Lou, and that's when that spirit detached itself fully from Whispering Sands. And as it pushed away... We just saw all of the buildings begin to just crunch and crush it as like whatever it had done to them had started to manifest in the physical world. And so that's what uh, that's what we saw. So let's go ahead and pick up. We'll pick up basically right then. Uh, we're in the aftermath of that encounter. You can see the Kaiju spirit is sort of vaguely on the move. You can't really see it in real life. But what you can see, those of you who are able to, is you can kind of track how how it moves uh, and each time it kind of passes over or releases part, a part of something it had digested, it appears now in the physical world, somehow just partially destroyed, compacted, partially digested in some particular way. And so from that, you can kind of track its movement. Um, we'll say that Selena, you are inside the neighborhood. You are relatively towards its center. You still have Orin Moonshadow with you. We'll say you can say that Orin uh, is kind of panicking a bit, uh, as you, uh, as you watch, um, as he, as like the two of you watch this, this sort of movement happen, uh, and he begins to, to get very, uh, very concerned. And as you look around Selena, you notice that he, there's this, there's this bizarre and horrific amalgamation, maybe a block away from you that is, part debris of houses part fractured and twisted trees but you can also see like an arm or a leg and blood kind of pouring out of it it's it's like what happens when you eat a bunch of different types of food and then you throw up later and all of it gets mixed together and that's kind of what you're looking at right now um and the one other thing you see selena is that there is a a, a person um i would say maybe 100 yards or so from you standing in the middle of the street uh, wearing what looks like some kind of strange, like protective diving gear, uh, and has some device in their hand. And you can see they're just sort of standing in the middle of the street, a little bit out of whack. Um, Eustace, Jacques and Lou, you are more on the Western side. You've got the bodies and the pelts of your setmates. Eustace has dozens of coyotes surrounding him. Uh, the bodies that you guys have are writhing in pain and you can even hear it coming out from them. But it's around this time you hear gunshots uh, coming either further west and slightly to the south as well. And then Duke, you are hiding amongst the bodies. You can also hear that gunfire to the west. You know that moments prior, 
there were some of these locker room mercs around, but they didn't notice you. They actually came into your tent, looked at you, and just dismissed you. Uh, but you can hear gunfire now at this point. Uh, so that's what's happening. So I'll turn it over to you guys. Like, who is, who is doing what in this situation? So for Selena, are we in view of that person? Like, could I, like, try to get Oren, like, down the other side of the house so that we would, like, not... Yeah, so you can see it's, it's a singular person. They have one of those, like, it's, again, it's like some weird sort of, ha it's like partial hazmat, partial, like, old-fashioned diving suit. And they're standing there staring off in that same kind of weird horrific amalgamation um and they have some device in their hand and they're just standing they're not looking at you their back is to you and you and Oren are up on the roof and he is staring all uh and like watching as each row of this neighborhood just goes as the as the spirit continues to move uh, so that's what that's what you see so with that Oren, Selena, Oren, what do you do we we that 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 right there is that's one of the people that have been studying and trying to take this place over i i am unfortunately not in a i'm not in a fighting shape at the moment i think we should try to go a different way he looks down at you uh as he is a fairly tall man and he is further up the roof than you that is also sort of fractured and he looks down at you and you can tell he his body if you recall much like your set mates was missing a chunks of fur here and there. And his regeneration was, was struggling. You can see it's, it's starting to kick back in, but he looks in very bad shape himself. Uh, and he says, and he says to you like with like great fears, like the, the spirit, it is, it is premature. It is gone. And you can see he's looking off. Oh, this is, Oh no. And he leaps off the uh, roof at that point, and he starts following in the wake of the destruction of the spirit at that point. Halfway through his leap, he like shifts into, we'll say, lupus form. And you just watch as he leaps in more of a humanoid form, and when he lands, he's in, he's in lupus form, and he begins chasing after the destructive wake. Uh, Selena It's really will, impressive leap. It's very impressive. <laughs> it's this great leap that Selena just sort of looks and sighs. Oh, maybe some, maybe some time I will successfully do that again. <laughs> no, chat's just rubbing it in. Yeah, it's great. It's so fun. It's so fun. <laughs> Selena. Slowly cross. I know. So Selena looks down for very like carefully. a... Um, yeah, I'm I'm losing the word of like a um trellis. Yeah, a trellis ladder. or like a drain. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming there is you can a climb down. You can climb down without a roll. <laughs> You're fine. You can get down fine. <laughs> just like hanging off the edge of the roof and then dropping down and just so shameful. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm more interested she in where wants you to go. Try to give chase a, a bit to Oren um, because okay. she really wanted to bring Oren back to the the stargazers. Um, so okay. she'll give chase after him in human form. Okay, and so you are uh, running, but you're you're chasing after him. You can see him in a distance. He's like leaping and bounding over like some of the debris along the way. The road is kind of churned up here and there as well. Uh, you can see like there's moments where 
various bits of like the water mains and stuff burst and there's water flying up here and there and he's just like bounding between them and you're chasing after uh what about the rest of you what, what's uh, what about the trio what is eustace and lou and jacques what are you doing you've you've got the bodies you're together the that large table is gone spirits are gone you you can tell all the three of you would be certain you are back in the physical world jacques would look around as soon as he hears the gunfire hand the the werewolf that he's holding off to lou growl under his breath duke and uh, and start heading in the direction of the gunfire, assuming that Duke is getting shot at. Okay, fair enough. Uh, what about Lou or Eustace? What do you do in this situation? Eustace, um, we have to get this uh, these to the, the set. We have to get them back for healing. Okay, all right. Is um, the truck maybe, or should we just run? I mean, I don't got no keys or anything. Um, I'm sure I can hotwire it. That's not a problem. All right. I'll carry my two if you can get the one. Oh, uh, yes. I can definitely carry this person. <laughs> you uh, you look down, Lou, and you see there are three dozen coyotes that are all swarming around Eustace. Uh, and they look at Eustace, and they look at you, and they look at Eustace, and they look at you, and like a few of them <laughs> kind of come over towards you, and, they're, and they start like this high-pitched kind of bark up in your direction. Just like the wolf's teeth come out, and sh- and Lou just growls back down at them. I'm really glad you can hotwire a truck because the best idea I had was seeing if these coyotes would help us drag the bodies. I, I don't <laughs> think the truck they is like- so much better. <laughs> so, yes, the truck is over near the sign. Yeah, you little coyote shits. It's like it's like a tennis match. They're all just turning their heads when Eustace <laughs> talks, and then they all turn back over when Lou talks. Okay, uh, so you guys are going to go try and find your vehicle. Right, so yes. you're heading south, basically. So you you yeah. hid your vehicle far to the south. Okay, no problem. You can start working in that direction. Uh, and then Duke, what about you, man? What do you want to do? So what would Duke remember that would be towards the west? Since we have like been to this area in the daytime, yeah. uh, you would know that the route up towards where the Stargazer camp was was sort of westish of here, and it and then it kind of got up into the mountains. That's north of the uh, of the neighborhood. Ooh, interesting. Um, does Duke hear like has does he did he hear like them run, walk or run away like following the gunshots like the nearby yeah, Mercs or you, you probably heard their you know kind of boot uh, like bootsteps or like or like running away like they kind of were shouting towards one another they were scouting looking around for survivors and and what's going on and then they started moving away and then that was probably sometime in the last few minutes they left so mm. it's cert- it could be them it could be them. Um, I guess, yeah, Duke is going to go out of the tent more towards the direction, not necessarily directly going towards the gunfire yet. He wants to go towards the neighborhood to potentially see if he sees any of his pack okay. that is alive since he's now seeing like the destruction yeah. when he walks out. Uh, so, so we'll say as you walk through, like you see the full state of the destruction now as like the, the spirit is fully detached. The, the, this whole neighborhood has come back into the physical world effectively. And you can just, it's just, it's just the, the further inward you go into the neighborhood, the worse it gets. The outermost, uh, the, the outermost, uh, buildings are probably all, all buildings are essentially destroyed in some way, but the further you go in, the more digested, so to speak, they are. And I'll say it's not long before you hear uh, the yips of coyotes uh, and you see this 
strange sight of Eustace and Lou um, moving probably much more slowly than you can move uh, as they are carrying these bloody bodies and giant wolf pelts. And there are dozens of coyotes that are just surrounding them, moving around them. And that's what that's the first thing you, you'll see of, of the people as you uh, as you move in. And you guys see just bloodied, naked Duke. Looks kind of tired. It's kind of gives you a lazy wave. I can't carry you as well. You're going to have to walk. Uh, I think the stargazers are getting shot at. Well, shit. Um, Eustace, you're actually okay. more of a fighter. Yeah. Right. yeah, what if we? What if the coyotes carry these bodies in, or something? Uh, well, I'll see about that. But Lou said she can hot, hotwire this here truck. Um, UK Duke? Okay, look, the little coyotes uh, keep staring at all of us. It's just really cold, you know? He kind of looks down. (laughs) Well, uh, just go to Lupus form. It's free. You know me. That's not not how I roll. You're already naked. At least you have fur. All right, well, I'm going to head that way and see if I can help. Okay, if we get the bodies, Eustace, if we get the bodies to the truck, at least you can uh, go yeah. and join the combat, and I will get I'll, these I'll to the Karen. We'll get the, I'll help get the bodies to the truck, and then... And take your new I'll... little companion followers with you. Sounds like a great idea. No way this could go wrong. Nope, definitely not. <laughs> okay, I was really paying attention as I was trying to figure out a pattern you're, for moving You were committed heads. to I the was, pretty committed. <laughs> Uh, so Duke, I think you're, you're heading off in the direction of the gunshots. Is that right? Did I hear that? Yeah. Right? Not like in the haste, but he's going to try and like carefully move <laughs> to see what he sees or if he can run into another pack mate. Got, so by haste. the time I put the body you're, you're, down and I start running into haste, I'll just run past. Yeah. Just run right past. You know, Duke has his own speed and On it's not right? to <laughs> endanger himself. You're heading towards the gunfire, right? No, on yeah, your left. Sorry, yeah, I'm waiting for the meat shield to walk in front, and then he'll kind of go quicker, act like okay. he's doing something, you know. So Duke begins to meander in the direction yeah. of the gunshots. Eustace, what do you do next? I'll help get the bodies to the truck, and then I'll start sprinting in that direction. Okay, so one thing you could potentially do is, uh, like, there are... You do notice in the various rubble and the weird amalgamations of of construction material, vegetation, and in some cases, like it looks like people. There's also vehicles. You can see periodically there is a vehicle or two. They're not this this. They're not like people's you know people's uh, uh, vehicles themselves, but it's more like work vehicles. You can tell like you can tell like they were like construction vehicles and stuff. Uh, none of them look to be in particularly good shape, but they're closer than getting to yours because you guys would you guys left your vehicle all mm. the way away so it's like by the time you get there whatever's whatever is getting whatever gunfire is happening to the west is going to have resolved itself by then so that's why that's the only reason i'm saying it so with that in mind use this you, you know how still- i wear one of these i can i can certainly try uh let me sequa um it will let's uh take a look at these vehicles see if one of them is functioning okay um so I'll say roll, uh, we'll say, I'll say th- this is less to get it functioning and more to just see if you can find one that's it is still mechanically intact. Yeah. Uh, so roll like Technology. a tech. Yeah, tech wits probably, I think. Wits. 
Ooh. And the better you do, the oh god, that's really good. Uh, that's a critical success with a six. Uh, you find what looks to be um, kind of like a, a a plumbing uh, van of some kind. Like you can definitely tell it's somebody who was a like probably worked uh, on these homes. Uh, it is a bit scarred up and torn up, but as you get there, you notice that despite the fact that the sides of the vans are kind of pinching inwards, uh, the wheels look to be fine. You get in there, engine starts up okay. When you you probably have to hotwire it, obviously. Handful of like plumbing tools and such around here and there. No signs of the occupant uh, or the owner, uh, but yeah, you could probably throw the bodies in the back. I will carefully put the bodies in the back. Okay, so you start uh, carefully and gently moving them in the back. Uh, so then, while that's happening, Eustace, Lou's now got uh, a van. What do you want to do? Yeah, Eustace, you so can go. It's okay. I, I'm going to, but I don't want to go dragging all these coyotes that just got saved into gunfire. I'm uh, not taking your little mini no, pack I know, with me. <laughs> I know. Now, the thing is, not that long ago, we had ourselves a weird conversation with the coyote spirit, right? Yeah, yeah. What I'm going to do is my best to emulate the interaction we had with that coyote spirit and tried to use animal kin to kind of urge them to go in the direction of their patron spirit, so to speak. Well, I would help you, but I'm unfortunately, I can't, uh, I've lost a little bit of my rage trying to heal myself unsuccessfully. Yep, so I can't help with this. That's what I would try and do instead of dragging them oh, into gunfire. Uh, animal kin then give it a roll. Animal kin. You're like too busy like trying that. to play the coyotes. Seriously, I, 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 I realized I could do this way to my right <laughs> is when they're talking to Lou. Forward is when they're talking to Eustace and left when they're talking to Duke. I figured it out. It took me a little while. Got to commit these things. Uh, three successes. Okay, so you're you're trying to get them to go in which direction, Eustace? Towards the general area of where that, the coyote spirit we met during the first arc. I basically don't want them to stay yeah. here in the middle of all this danger. They're free now. I want them to be free. And the, I think the best way I can do that is to basically give them a hint of where, like, where their patron spirit is and urge them to go in okay. that direction. Um, so what does it look like when you try to communicate this or sound like? It is, he's trying to emulate the the sounds that we made when communicating with the coyote. So it's kind of like a wolf trying to speak coyote. Mm-hmm. So it's like growling yips. It sounds really weird, but he's trying really hard. It sounds like dirty French. Basically, but the okay. guru version of dirty French. Say no more. I understand. Uh, so <laughs> you you watch as they all start moving away, but then like they get maybe ten feet and they kind of look back at you, and then they move like twenty more feet, and then they all kind of look back at you again and they look at each other like they're confused, they're not sure. They go a little bit further and they look back at you again. And like there's like this cacophony of howls that suddenly starts happening. Like they're weird, high pitched coyote howls, but then they all start just darting off to the north. Okay. Okay. Good. With that right. done, then I'll start going in the direction of. All right. And in like five seconds, sense. you catch up with Duke. Uh, all right. So <laughs> then, let's uh, let's check in with Selena again. Selena, you were chasing after Orin. Um, you will not catch up with him in human in omnid form, of course, but you eventually will catch with him. And as you're running through the neighborhood, it's again, it's twisted. It's horrific. Like there's smells or sounds like you can see random, like a, like a random tree that's bent halfway and out like bursting out from within the trunk. You can see both 
like a rear view mirror and a hand at the same time. Like everything's just sort of twisted and moved together. Like you run across a lawn and you realize it's sort of soggy here and there and your, your feet kind of sink into it. And you see like this burst of what almost feels like bile come up and begin to eat away at the soles uh, of your feet. And then as you burst out the south, the southern side uh, of the neighborhood, eventually you kind of leap over the section where they had marked off for a retaining wall. Um, you can see in the distance the the residue of the pathing of the spirit as there are these different when you were approaching like these big boulder setups, these, these huge like red giant rocks, like 10, 12 feet tall here and there and trees and such and, and various bush. All of it has kind of been ripped and broken and sort of torn into pieces here and there. And in the distance, Selena, you actually see uh, some what looks like headlights and you see one of those Winnebago's from the stargazers like whipping around here and they're kind of fishtailing in the dust uh, not on this, not on the road, but on, on the dust here and there. Uh, what's your, what is your, what's half of your awareness, uh, slash wits? What's your, make, give me a pool uh, for that. What's half of that? Two and a half. Uh, okay. Yeah. So you can tell that there, you think there's a figure literally on top of the Winnebago. Uh, and you can see still chasing is the, is the wolf, uh, is the wolf of Orin Moonshadow. Uh, so Selena would kind of go towards the, the Winnebago. And so she's just going to be like waving her arms, um, trying to get their attention as oh. she's running towards them. Okay. Um, I'll say that as you get closer, you see that, uh, Orin Moonshadow, uh, drops out of his, drops out of his lupus form. You see him kind of emerge into probably Glabro or something like that. And he's like kind of shouting and shouting and shouting and he's calling out for Lucretia. And you notice that there's like Lucretia is literally on top of the Winnebago. She has change onto her arm and her arms are kind of connecting down into the top of the Winnebago itself. It's almost like she's on top of it while it's while someone else is driving it and it's swerving around. And you get the kind of vague sense like they're trying as best they can to herd this thing and get this this creature to, to calm the calm the hell down. Uh, because it's it, like they're they're panicking to some degree. Um, we'll kick over then to Jacques. Uh, Jacques, you uh, emerge from the from the neighborhood on the northwest side, and you can see um, you're not quite to the where the where the helicopters were. It's a little further, kind of counterclockwise around the clock. Uh, but you can hear the gunfire. You can now see the gunfire, muzzle flashes and such. And you can see that there would look to be four of these, uh, like Lockram Merc kind of guys. They all got guns out and they're firing and they are firing and they're separated. And there is a Krenos form werewolf that is just barreling down on one of them. And you emerge right at the time in which this red, uh, kind of like red colored fur, just comes burling down and with this huge claw just rakes through one of them, sending half the body like up all the way into the air and the legs kind of flopping down. And then as she attacks the one, a whole mess load of bullets just all the way in her back as she does so. What do you want to do, Jacques? Uh, Jacques immediately shifts to Krenos form himself and will attack. 
Okay. Uh, so you could, so there's, there's three targets basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can pick whichever one you want to go for. Uh, they're not extraordinarily close to one another, they're fairly spread out. You can tell they've sort of begun to panic a bit and, and, mm-hmm. and order has started to broken down. Um, but yeah, you can charge in on one of them before they're able to even see you, uh, as they have their attention is very much focused on, uh, yeah, he, he's, he's going right for the, uh, basically just the closest one to him. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that, that's, that's, that works fine. As you come charging in, uh, midway through the charge, Krino's form comes free and yeah, what do you do? Uh, uh, I am going to kind of emulate what she did, except for the last instant, he's going to pounce and bring all of his, you know, 300 pound of Krino's form down on this guy's back and then just kind of dig his claws in and pull his arms and legs off. And, and what is that, what's half your, what's half your attack pool? We don't have to roll. Uh, in Krino's form, half of it is six. Okay, that'll be plenty as you you charge in, you push him down, and you just hear as it crunches down. Uh, and he almost digs into the ground as he does so. Uh, he doesn't even get a chance to scream as it's muffled by his face just eating dirt. Uh, at that point, there's two guys. One of them continues firing. The other one shoots, almost say, shoots in your direction. Um, it's, again, just they don't have, much like the other ones, they don't have any silver... Uh, so you're really just dealing with um, just superficial damage. Uh, so let me let me roll their attack here. Sorry, I forgot that I had these guys programmed in. Well, that's 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 just awful. Um, that's good. That's an awful roll. Uh, that's a yeah so if you want to try to dodge you can you can choose like your with your next action to dodge just means you won't get an attack or you can just take Mm -hmm. it i can tell you i rolled very poorly (laughs) i'm just gonna take it all right so it's gonna be a total of two points of superficial damage uh which is the minimum i could do with them uh and so you just take a couple shots in uh it's then his his muzzle just turns and looks and just he gets a smile and all of his teeth show (laughs) And you just the guy's eyes go wide. They're 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 familiar enough that they're not going to be subject to um, to delirium. Uh, but like you can tell, there's a significant panic. You watch as the red furred Krenos comes comes charging the direction, not of the one that shot at you, but literally straight down the barrel of one that's just firing one after the other. <laughs> and last few 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 steps leaps up and just smashes down and you just see one after the other these raking of claws one and just gore gore like they're unwrapping a present uh and then with your with your score you would have no issues in sort of tearing out the other one so as the as these these last of these merc guards and around around here get torn apart by, by both you and this other krenos you see that they turn towards you and you can see that there is like rage and sort of frenzy. And she's like slowly moving in your direction, like dripping saliva and blood. And you can tell that she's, she's me. She's not fully lost it, but she's like calculating, calculating as she's getting closer and closer. And you're not, you're, it's probably one of those moments where you're not sure exactly how it's going to go. How do you play it? Jacques? So Jacques would would growl, but it's sort of in that soothing, like, you know, we're 
we're pack. We are Gauru. You know, it's it's time to join the hunt together. Trying to put all of that into his body positioning and got a very low growl. It kind of you that you feel in your chest to just kind of harmonize with her. Yeah, let's do um yeah, give me a roll on this. Give me like a I mean, you can roll whatever you want for skills. So something like performance or persuasion or leadership or etiquette. Any of those is fine. And uh, I would say like manipulation or charisma. So any kind of combo that works for you there. We're going to be. Uh, so uh, my leadership, performance and persuasion are awesome. <laughs> so is my charisma. So we're going to we're going to really we're going to enjoy this one. Okay. <laughs> this is not where the uh, the points have been going into. <laughs> we'll roll etiquette because it worked for me last time, but it did. Yeah, it did work last happen. time. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let it stand. That makes sense. <laughs> okay. So you you try your best to sort of with ever whatever kind of um, you know communication you can do in such a form. And like there's a pause for a moment and it looks like it might work. And then she just sprints and leaps. That's when I'll say Eustace and Duke. You uh, Duke, maybe three steps in front of Eustace because he's a touch. (laughs) 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 You see two Krenos werewolves rolling around in the darkness. Like you can hear the howls and the rips and the tears. What do you guys do? The fuck are you doing? Moonshadow's alive that direction. I'm assuming this is the red-haired lady we saw. Oh yeah, yeah I, think it, I get you. I think it is. I've been okay. I've been running for so long. <laughs> no, you're doing That's good. You're doing good. You're doing great, block. Duke. Man, you I've never seen you so involved. It's like a really, really long montage of Duke like running for like 30 steps and has to walk a little bit and then he starts running again. I mean, you're pushed through it, man. I'm I'm so proud of you, Duke. You're really you're really going. I think I'm man. cramping. It's okay. You just gotta push through it, man. You're doing great. You're doing great. So uh, Eustace, you go ahead and roll something similar then for Jacques. And if you okay. fail, then I'm going to let her get uh, get the attack off. Okay. Uh, what's best for me? Oh, they're all about equal. Yeah, any 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 combo of that is, is fine. Okay. I'll go with this. All right. Just one point better. Give it a rip. God. I'm going to spend a willpower on that. Willpower? Okay. Yeah, roll. <laughs> this doesn't fly with Eustace that he is unsuccessful at this. Dice do not like us too well. Yeah. Nice. well that gave me that's a nine and a ten. Okay, that's that's three successes. That's much better. And you can see she's got this giant claw that is dripping with the viscera and blood of many of these locker mercs. And right as it's about to come down on Jacques, she looks up. You mentioned the name Oren. And like you can see in her eyes, Jacques, as you're right there, like something shifts. And then you watch as the Krenos form begins to fade and you see her kind of pull back into Galabro. You can see the beneath where the heavy fur, where the Krenos was, starts to see the little bit of like the human skin as she she steps back at that point. She doesn't apologize. She just steps back 
And she looks over at Eustace, her arm still kind of in the air, claw still dripping with blood. And she is coated in it because she herself has had a bit of a, a moment here. And she says to you, Eustace, what did you say about Orin? He's alive. He's in that direction. That there's Jacques. Be careful about hitting him. He might like it. <laughs> she looks down <laughs> at Jacques, considers, and then immediately starts running in the direction that you point, Eustace. We'll say maybe 20 steps later is here again. She shifts like into lupus to kick, kick her speed up. Uh, what do you guys do? Jacques, uh, Jacques drops into his bow. Okay. Um, loses one point of rage when he does it. Uh, walks over to the body of the second uh, guardy killed. Breaks his rib cage, eats his heart, and then trots off back in the direction that he came. Okay. Uh, you also notice, oh, I would say... Actually, before yeah. he does that, sorry for interrupting. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I would actually use my hidden killer talent for the first time, and I will disguise the death of these bodies. Okay. Oh, nice. <laughs> so there's a lot of bodies. So we'll say you take some time, obviously, mm -hmm. maybe avoid it, making it look less like werewolf attacks and more like something else, right? It could be yep. anything. You know, it could be a wild animal, but you're like, well, you I was thinking like these with, people with the horrible debris around everything, making their bodies look like they were crushed. Like maybe it was some freak tornado okay. that came through or something like that. I mean, <laughs> Just <laughs> compressing each one of them here and there. OK, uh, so I'll say the three of you together. You all see each other. You guys see Jacques doing this. You just saw which who, you know, and you're right. It's Canon Red Fever. She's racing off now in the direction of where Eustace pointed. So, anything that you three want to do. Okay, look, we're all alive, but we got a couple members of the pack that are hurt pretty bad that I'd love to get out of here. Lou's doing her best to get a vehicle ready to go. Uh, I don't know what the hell is going on with the spirit over there, but... Where's uh, Selena? We haven't seen her. She Anyone? I have not seen her. Okay. He growls out. <laughs> I could try to find her. Yeah, I mean, if I have to run again, I'll probably pull something. So, <laughs> okay, well, I'll give you a piggyback, man. Come on. Uh, okay, this is gonna be real. Like, man I know it's moment. gonna be awkward. Just keep your grundle as pulled back as possible. Okay? Well, it's real cold. I don't have to do a whole lot. So, <laughs> just a just a pile of buttons, huh? Okay. Yeah. Give, let me give, give me like a 30 second stretch. Hold on. And we just see like the moon oh, shining. No, on I don't want to see you stretch. It's bloody God butt. Damn it, Duke. <laughs> oh. ah, uh, okay. Oh. I'm ready. Oh. Okay. All right. Mm. So, so Jacques is going to be taking care of the bodies. Uh, Eustace and Duke, you're running off towards Lou or are you searching for Selena? I mean, we. Okay. I assume we Lou's know where Lou is. Yeah. Yeah. We gotcha. know where Lou is and we know where she's Lou taking the bodies. Lou is probably driving off. Okay. So at yeah, this I mean, point, it really is funding Selena. Yeah. Okay. So we'll cut back to the Selena then. Uh, Selena, you, here, here you are in like the wake of this spirit creature as it's pushing further. You can see that you're at this point, it's reached the main stretch of highway that you all had parked your car near. Remember there was like that 
that collection of yeah. boulders and like the various like billboard signs and such here and there. And you kind of found a way to hide it, but you can see it's reached the main highway. It's late at night. Uh, there's, you don't see any, any activity on it. It's a very empty stretch and there is just desert galore to the South. And you can see that it's kind of pushing, like they're trying to hurt it off in the direction. You notice like the Winnebago like screeches and turns and it's trying to, kind of push it but then they constantly have to turn back as you can see that it's trying to literally follow the road um and as you are kind of are there watching like Oren will kind of confirm that thing like we need to control it before it reaches the city down places where it will be noticed can i assist with this and the state I'm in. And he will, he will point to, um, the Winnebago where you can see like, uh, Lucretia is on top and he will say, she is trying to maintain the ritual on her own. It normally takes two, preferably three. We must get on, on top. We must help her. We must, we must link the circle and perform the ritual so that our assist. voice is the one that it hears, not the song of humans in the distance. I see. And then yes, yes. At that point, he nods and you see him bolt and run in the direction of the Winnebago. And he leaps while the Winnebago is twisting and turning and screeching. It's not stopping. It's constantly weaving. They're on the road. They're off the road. And, it, mm -hmm. and like at one point, mm -hmm. it looks like the Winnebago is tipping. And you can just see mm -hmm. like it, they don't have time to stop for you. So, Selena, yeah. what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can't leap because I'm not I can't get into a wolf form and I'm pretty sure that's well no I think like I think it's fair I think thing. it's fair to it's, say that you your rage has uh probably gone up from seeing uh all manner of destruction <laughs> while we're running I'm embarrassment like, hey, of falling hey, down dude can you just like punch me in the arm real quick hmm. just can you just I I promise I'll help you can you just do me the solid first <laughs> he looks back at you what kind of werewolf are you? You cannot even leap onto a roof from below. Even humans can do these things. And now you beg me to inflict violence on you. Control your rage. And then he punches you in the face. <laughs> okay. I now have a rage. <laughs> <laughs> so now we have to see if I can successfully keep this rage. <laughs> oh, sleep Jesus, I'm just like <laughs> teed it up for you. Oh. I know, but I have to succeed. Like the dice have to. Have you still to get do to do thing. it though, right? Even if you lose your rage. Yeah, we just play it that I successfully jump in the air and then. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> on my face, so I'm gonna roll. And we're well, gonna see. Be good. Happens. Hey. Look, you're halfway there. Now I have to roll. So now I have rage. to roll Hair's Leap, which is strength. What form plus did you glory. go into, by the way? You were switching into a form. What form are you in? Oh, I didn't click one. Sorry. I just. It's okay. 
This one up. I, ha- I have to do a raid to do Hare's Leap. Oh, okay. But so can you can you Hare's Leap in human form? <laughs> well, yeah, and that's yeah. Son of a, um, Glabro. See no, because I, I, if I want to do a ritual, that would be social, right? Glabro's the like what, King Wolf what? one. So I probably just want to do Lupus then. All right, I'm just gonna look at Hair's Leap really quick to see if there's a specific. It just says Garou. Okay, so uh, yeah. Lupus is like the non-rage check wolf form. Yeah, I'll just do Lupus. Okay. Because then uh, I, I am a Garou, which means that I can do the thing. Okay, so we'll say then you shift into lupus form. Uh, does not require you to make a rage check. And, and so then now let, let me roll and see how good this does. So uh-huh. I'm going to roll um, okay. insight plus strength just because it's the right number of dice. Um, but I'm doing uh, so three successes, which means for Hare's Leap that I can leap three meters horizontally or two meters vertically for every success on the test. So it means okay. I can jump nine, I can jump six meters vertically. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, which is a little more than 15, well, yeah, six meters, a little more than 18. Six meters. meters. Almost 20 feet, basically. You're almost basically 20 feet. Okay. Uh, all right. So after getting punched in the face by Oren Moonshadow, who is extremely disappointed in you, uh, you go chasing after him. You watch as he effortlessly, with with so so uh, so amazing was his leap that perhaps uh, it instills like jump, jump, leap, just in perfect. Yeah, I mean, step. he didn't even run and jump. He just turned around and just and he was up. But you go chasing <laughs> after him, and like you can see, you kind of dart around on some of the rubble of the debris here and there. You uh, you have to be a little careful in doing so, as you can see the rocks kind of fall, but eventually. Uh, we watch as this thing is is just sort of barreling down the highway at this point. The highway is ripping up behind it left and right. And you you kind of parkour off of one of these uh, these sort of red rocks that begins to begins to collapse right as you push off of it. And we see you fly through the air, the moon behind you, and then you land on top of this uh, on top of this Winnebago where you now there is Lucretia, there is Orn moon shadow you can see there are these like these chains um like rawhide and, and metal that are that sh- that lucretia has kind of hooked herself to so so as not to fall off as the winnebago kind of slides and swives and swerves and, and turns and such and Orn, when you hop up here is doing the same to himself and he's already begun kind of going through this like chant over and over and it's again it's more like song. Like you can hear like as he begins, like his this low baritone begins to, to sort of join Lucretia's more uh, kind of soprano-like sound. Um, so I'm going to need you, uh, if you want to assist, you're going to have to make a test, actually. Um, I know this is not your your best skill uh, in that you don't have any pips in it. Uh, but <laughs> Performance? <laughs> Uh, but performance would be would be wonderful. Uh, with a with a charisma would be great. Uh, I would also sure. replace performance with a cult if you wanted to, since it is in fact a ritual. So if you wanted to do a cult instead, that's fine. I do have a cult. Um, so as as she jumps up, she's definitely like looking around for like 
getting some like recognition that she successfully did this. And so she's just kind of like, has that like, huh? And then sort of quickly is like, Oh, right. Four more things. And then she's like grabbing the. Okay, <laughs> you nearly, in that pause, you nearly fly <laughs> off the Winnebago as it does this, this fishtail. It's going like 70 miles an hour. <laughs> the ground beneath it is rupturing and you want credit. Okay. Uh, go ahead and so roll then your she test. like quickly kind of like wraps that around. Um, I have a specialty in occult for Umbra. I'm assuming this is not going to affect this uh, at all? You're not in the Umbra, so it's not really applicable here. Uh, so I feel like okay. if you were in the Umbra, that'd be fine, but not now. Okay, so Occult's Charisma. <laughs> and zero successes, so I'm going to spend your willpower on that. Uh, good gracious. <laughs> Never, I've never tried to gift wrap a moment more heavily than I'm trying now. Oh you gosh. can be the hero. Wait, just roll physical dice and lie about you roll like you normally do. Oh my God, I crit. <laughs> three successes. All right, Willpower reroll three for three. So, what kind of singing voice would you say Selena might have? Like, is it is it high pitched? Is it low pitched? Is it somewhere in between? Like, what, what does it sound like? Janice um, she's <laughs> she's a little bit older, so I'm not gonna imagine that she's got a super high pitched singing voice. Okay. So, okay, I don't know alto. Right. Maybe I don't know. I don't know what and that would be. But as you kind of follow through with these these chants, you realize your voice comes out. It comes out in your normal voice at first, so it sounds kind of strange and throaty, and, and it doesn't sound like you're singing. But somehow, in the process of joining your voice to theirs, it begins to soften and smooth, and then almost as if it's being compelled to do so, harmonize uh, with, with whatever it is they're doing. And it's at this point that you see and feel the Winnebago kind of begin to veer southward off-road, and you feel this big bump. You nearly fall as you do so. But for the first time in a while, it looks like it's no longer kind of chasing and trying to steer the spirit, but rather the spirit is kind of following it. And you watch as the ruptured highway, which at this point is probably a mile's worth of just destroyed asphalt, uh, stops and you can see the ground, the dirt ground itself, the, the various shrubberies begin to kind of get torn up and ruptured here and there. Uh, but it almost just manifests as like this small little kind of whirling tornado uh, that kind of comes and goes. Uh, and you find while on top of this Winnebago, you are driving off-roading on this Winnebago into the south, into the desert to the south. Uh, Lou, I will say that you have gotten the the van going, you've got the bodies, you have come out onto the road, uh, and you notice that the road Why is the road destroyed <laughs> is not doing well, uh, as it's just like this series of like sort of choppy waves. Um, at a certain point, as you're watching it, a wolf, this red furred wolf just flies past you like as fat, fast as you can ever see one run. Oh, there she goes. What is Lou doing uh, at this point? Well, maybe I should try driving on this off-road so that uh, it's a little less bumpy. Okay. So you drive around, boom, 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 boom. and it's not so bad, uh, And but it's like a mile of this. It's just bounce, <laughs> bounce. And you just hear from the back, there's like half-conscious people with no skin 
or no fur. And there's ah, yeah, yeah. the whole Buddy, time for the miles is absolutely brutal. It's they almost are, over. The rage bars are so high right now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Very sorry. And Big uh, we'll pothole, look out. <laughs> Where did you learn how to drive? I, I can drive better than you. I know that already. So you make it through. You find the other side of the highway. And you begin your return trek. Uh, you're just going to drive back? Okay. I'm going to the Karen. Okay. You have fun. Um, <laughs> tell them bonjour when you arrive. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh so we've got selena you're traveling with the stargazers to the south jacques and duke and you well jacques is behind kind of cleaning up the mess uh eustace and duke i'll say you as you guys are looking for selena eventually you reach the same place that lou was a little bit behind her because you guys were on foot and you see the same sort of just wrecked and upturned territory um what do you guys want to do I mean, do I, we just look for the most fucked up thing and run straight for it? Uh, I think we found it. Points out the highway that's totally destroyed. Okay. I mean, I I'm just I'm on, I'm I'm writing, so you know I'm, I'm kind of following your lead here. Yusuf <laughs> just uncomfortably kind of like shift his <laughs> shoulders around. Don't do that. It direction. tickles. I mean, just. Okay. You guys could always get the car too. By the way, you guys aren't that far away from your. No, car. no, no. We are. We're committed. <laughs> are okay. you? We're almost there. Okay. Uh, so, after a little while, uh, you guys are. It's easy enough to follow. No tracking scores or anything like that necessary. Uh, you guys follow and follow and follow. Probably about forty-five minutes of you kind of following this before you finally catch up and you see. The Winnebago and what looks like a sort of series of of kind of old, um, uh, kind of un, you're uncertain what the buildings are exactly for, but they're old kind of industrial buildings that have kind of just rusted out. And you can see the Winnebago has stopped near them. You, Selena, you would know like it's sort of situating itself and they've kind of calmed it. And as you, as Eustace and Duke, you're, you're watching as you come up, you just watch as some of these buildings are just are in this kind of like slow state of implosion. Um, you at one point saw a red fur, like wolf, uh, come up to the Winnebago and kind of shift into Canon red fever. And I'll say that, that you all have reached now. And like, there is Selena, you hear her voice you see some other werewolf you've not seen before. You've seen Lucretia. They're all on top of this Winnebago. You see Tycho uh, that you met before. He's like getting out of the Winnebago, exchanging, you know, words with with Canon Red Fever. As you guys have now reached where it appears they've managed to, for the time being, keep this spirit uh, kind of situated. Uh, what do you two do? Everybody's singing, like that's the thing they're doing. Selena singing the one. Seems like it. Do we need? Do we need to sing? I think so. They so we just have this awkward thing of like two naked men come walking up, <laughs> one piggybacking on the other, and we start singing along. I think I think this is good. <laughs> 
<laughs> you, just, you just see like Cannon Web just kind of winces. And, like Tycho like looks in your direction. It's like, like what are you doing? Uh, and he like reaches into his pocket for some of that sleeping dust. But like Cannon Red Fear comes over. That's unnecessary. They have it under control. Oh, all right. And uh, you walk. Okay, Do you do you guys need anything? Uh, we we're glad to help. Yeah, or we can take Selena away and go find the rest of our pack. They look up, and you watch as Tycho comes up. Uh, he climbs up this ladder on the side of the Winnebago, sort of taps Selena on the shoulder to replace her uh, at that point. Uh, and he says, thank you. Your assistance was invaluable. You may go. Oh, 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 yes. Thank you. And she yeah. turns around and jumps off the top of the me. And you hear like Orin kind of shouts down at you and he's just like, do not forget to take time to stare at the sky, sister. And at that, she sort of remembers seeing that and you just see her kind of look up again, sort of hoping and she looks up. It just looks like normal sky. I mean, you can, it's a decent sight. You're nowhere near a city right now, but it, nothing like what you saw inside. And she's a little kind of crestfallen at that. Mm-hmm. And she... And then kind of rejoins. I, I was unsuccessful at locating anyone other than Orin. Sounds like you helped them wrangle the spirit with your singing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you did what you were here for. Sometimes we, we want to do one thing, but we end up doing something else. The important thing is you were trying to do right. And uh, you did. We came to find the pack. We got we them did. all. It's okay. Everybody's oh. saved. Oh, mm-hmm. well, that's... Moonshadow saved. Everybody from our clan is saved. So, you know, good work. Oh, that's... Congratulations that's... for being a big damn hero, Selena. Excellent. That's, that is very relieved. Very relieved. And I don't you. I'm really tired. I want to go get a drink and go to bed. Is uh, is everyone else safe? Oh uh, yeah, we think everybody's alive. And then she's sort of taking in, like she was just happy to see them, and now she's sort of taking in the view of what she sees here. And she's like, Duke stands proud. <laughs> Wait, no, stop that. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's just that's just kind of my natural demeanor. I why. Well, I mean, normally I'm clothed. <laughs> I, I must say, I'm pleased to see you. Uh, shall we? I get that a lot. Don't worry. Return. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go. Uh, I think uh, Jacques is messing up bodies, but we'll go wrangle him. I don't know where Lou was at a car, but we'll go see. Lou had the rest of the pack that were injured. She's trying to get them to safety. So. So that oh. probably means she ditched us. She's probably taken you... to the grove. That's not ditching. That is getting them to safety. Well, it's interpretation, I suppose. The, the, the <laughs> you know what, dude? Was... In fairness, you are a man who has a lot of interpretation to account for as well. But well, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt as much as her. 
I mean, I don't know if you know how that spirit uh, got away from the neighborhood. <clears throat> I'm sure it involved you getting real bloody and naked, and thank you for that, yeah. despite the discomfort I'm feeling in my shoulder blades right now. Well, you're welcome. That, thank that's you. wonderful that I am very glad that I was able to find Orin and they could start the process of getting this back again. Um, let us. Yeah, you want to hop on? No, thank Come you. Come on, man. And Selena's going to go so ahead okay. so that they're behind. Yeah. And then, okay. Yeah. So we'll say the three of you begin your return. We'll cut, though, to Jacques. Jacques, you've been spending some time uh, hiding the body, or like basically changing the bodies to make it look like they've died a different way. Um, you've, you've, you've more or less finished. When you suddenly hear a voice, um, hello, uh, guys, uh, Ben, Isaac, Dr. Pritchard, hello. Uh, He'll shift into Glabro form so he can talk to this guy. So you see coming up from coming out of the neighborhood kind of beginning to walk in the direction of like we'll say over by that kind of tented land like a staging ground area you see coming out uh a man in this suit uh di- half diving suit half hazmat suit the helmet's off and he's just, oh god and he starts retching when he sees like some of the the carnage um not the people, but the broken telescope. No, he sees the he sees the people, and he's like he's he's absolutely he's like oh oh my god oh my god oh my god oh god oh god what the hell oh oh is there anyone here? And he's like scrambling around. You see him picking up like he's picking up a radio. Hello, anybody? And it just just sort of like gives this feedback in this direction. He throws one down, picks the next one up, and he's in this like state of like panic and searching. And what do you want to do? Guys. I'm here. What? Uh, who was that? Where? What? No, I'm. I, I'm just casually walking towards him. Okay. You. Oh my god. Who? Who the? F- wait. Who? I don't know you. Who? Uh. Oh shit! You didn't. Who? Who are you? And you see him like throws the helmet in your direction, like in this sort of panic state. <laughs> Shock catches it, looks at it, puts it aside. <laughs> Human, you have transgressed against the Green Mother. You have walked in the world that is not meant for you. You have poisoned the land and the spirits. But there is a chance for you to come into the world of the Green. You will tell me what you know of this place, what you are doing here, and of your masters he looks around well i don't know half of the stuff that you just said but if you promise to let me go i will tell you everything i know i promise that if you tell me everything you know i will welcome you with open arms Hmm. Make a manipulation test. 
Like it was this. <laughs> uh, Open arms is better to uh, claw yeah, yeah, yeah. you to death with. Uh, yeah, that's that's not freedom. <laughs> persuasion manipulation. Yeah, that's that sounds good. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. This is also going to go well for Shot um, because he's a talker. Yeah. yeah, yeah, as we know. Yeah, <laughs> as we know, uh, one success. <laughs> that means I get to. You're gonna let me go unharmed, right? That's what that means. I promise these hands will do no damage to you. Man, you sound like a lawyer right now. I will... Listen, I am just a tech. I am just a tech. That's all I am. All I do is maintain the machines and I follow the signals. That's it. I can tell you other things... Dude, I don't want to die. I got a family. Uh, Tell me everything and I will let you run into the desert and I will not pursue you. I would really like you to just say, I will let you live. I really just feel like I need you to say that phrase. And you see Jacques almost start to shift. His muzzle starts to get big. His teeth come out. He's like, I will let you live if you tell me everything and if you promise to pack up all that you know and leave this area and never, ever, ever return to the spirit world. He looks down and he's like standing next to an arm of one of his friends that's just on the ground. Yeah, that's a, okay, deal. Uh, that is a deal. Uh, okay, uh, so I, like, spirit world... Uh, you sound like Sasha, like, uh, Dr. Dr. Bennett. Uh, I don't know anything about that. Uh, I don't know nothing about spirit worlds or green mothers or whatever. All I know is that, um, we study signals, uh, and, and, and signals that are manifesting in ways that, that defy known science and have no explicable origin we, 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 we had this site where uh, there is a history. It, it was intermittent, like every 30 years or something. And we got some strange signals and we came and we found, I don't know, man. It's like you walk inside and people just would disappear and they wouldn't come back out. Okay. So we've been, I have been tracking signals. That's it. Okay. How, how so, do you track the signals? Uh, well, well, we use that thing there, and like you look down, and there's just like rubble of tech, and a little bit of that, and then we have listening stations. Uh, I mean, Echo Labs. That's that's my company. That's my company. And he kind of holds up, and you can see the little Echo Labs uh, insignia. Uh, they're scattered, uh, like all over. Uh, we, we, man, all we echo, we're, we're, we're the good people. Echo labs. All we do, like we're completely, we're not political. We just, we're just studying stuff. That's it. We're just learning things. All we're doing. It's just, it's just science for the sake of science. Right. Right. That's it. You pollute the green mother and now you would pollute the spirit world, but I have given you my word. So. Continue to speak of your heresy, and I will not be responsible for what happens. 
Tell me of this Dr. Bennett. Where is she? She's, uh, okay, well, I mean, well, she comes, she goes to like all the sites, you know, she's got, okay, so we've got, we've got the, we got HQ, like the headquarters, like, and that's downtown, but I mean, that's really just for like sales and business stuff and high, that's way above my pay grade, man. They just donors and they whatnot, wine and dine and that kind of thing. There's just nothing goes on there. That's like the business, right? That's just sort of the face. And then we've got stations. We, well, we had stations. We had, we've got, let's see this. Well, I mean, around Phoenix, we've got the Signal Mountain. Okay. Uh, we used to have one uh, up by White Canyon, uh, but something went down there. I wasn't there. I just heard the stories. Like it just, people died apparently. I like, it's worse I than- know. I was there. Oh, you ki- you killed them. Oh, ah, uh, okay. Uh, Enemies of the Green Mother. Who is the Green Mother, man? Who are you? Who, who is the Green Mother? I don't know. I am like I am not the enemy. If the Green Mother is upset with me, tell her I am sorry. I have nothing against her. I apologize for any transgressions. As I said, you still have a chance. Tell me then if this headquarters is just the face. Where is your true research done? Where are the people who have devised this foul technology? Who calls upon the weaver to strike at the wild? Okay, I'm going to ignore the second half of that sentence because I didn't understand any of it. But Signal Mountain, you want Signal Mountain, it's way out west. It, it, it's, it's, that's the thing. I, I don't work there. I, I'm just a tech. I get called in to do certain things here and there. Like, I, that is not my location. I don't even have a locker there. It's out west. They do some weird stuff out there. Like, I don't know all of it. I don't know everything that goes down. All I know is like, that's. Uh, that's like the the top secret stuff, right? That's the stuff that we don't ask questions about, right? Like that's mm. above my pay grade, man. Like, but what, that's what, what you want. You sec- want what type of security do they have there? Uh, total. Is he's looking around at the dead locker room bodies on the ground? Like it's like a military base, sort of kind. Mm. I, I'm sure you'll be fine. Oh, oh my God! I knew that guy. I played poker. Oh God! As he His heart tasted him. delicious. Oh well, good. Waste not, want not. I guess. Um, uh, How many people are at this Signal Mountain? Uh, hundreds, I think. I've Other- never been. I've only worked at the stations, and I and I I I I, I just. I go to the signal sites. That's it. When a weird signal pops up and we find something, I'm one of those crew. That's it. Okay. I'm an outdoors guy. <laughs> I like nature, man. I like, you know, rock climbing and hiking and stuff. I love nature. And so that's that's why. That's what I do. Right? Who else other than Dr. Bennett leads this travesty against the Green Mother? 
Uh, I mean, there's Lomax, uh, uh, Dr. Lomax. He's, he's like, like he's, he's not the face. He's like, he's operational, you know, like he, yeah. Uh, I think he's the head sigh there. I think that's the guy. I, I, again, I like I I met him once when I did my interview and it was on Zoom, man. I was on Zoom. I we, did, we never we didn't even share the same room. Didn't even share the same room. Strip out of this garb. Give me all the devices of the weaver that you have on your body. Your phone, anything else? Weaver like like my clothes, man? No. Like, like stitch all of your technology uh sure okay and he's just taking he takes off the suit draws it down he like comes over and he hands over to you looks to be like a basically a tablet device and then there's some sort of almost like a guns like a like sort of a gun with almost like a little radar dish on it that seems to connect to it and he's like this is it what does that do uh, just localizes signals in a in a small area. That's it. Like that's the thing, man. We don't know where these things originate from. They just kind of pop up, and so like they are everywhere. Them, you fool. They they pop up where the worlds are weak, where the line is weakest. Absolutely, I agree. The Jacques gets in really close to him, really close. Puts his nose up against his neck and he gives this really big sniff. I know you're sent now. Okay. Run, man. Run, virus. Run far from this land. Never again harm the green. Never again harm the earth. Treat it with reverence and care. And if I ever catch your scent again, I will tear out your throat and eat your heart. And I travel far and wide in the Southwest, so I suggest you go to Canada. I like the cold. And he runs. The jock looks down at all of this technology. He wants to, he wants to mark it, but he knows, <laughs> he knows that they need more information. So against all of his better judgment, he will bundle it up and take it back to Lou. Wow. Wow. Victory. Patron thinks about that, but all right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> He's going to destroy it later after Lou looks at it. But... <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we'll say. room several times. We'll say shortly after um, that scene. The rest of the crew, Sans Lou, returns to the site. Uh, so everybody but Lou, Lou, you're already on your way back to Gaia's Grove. The rest of you are here. Is there anything else the four of you do as you come together? Um, is there anything else that you would want to do before leaving Whispering Sands? I mean, Jacques would make sure he would he would shift back into lupus form and he would make sure that there's no nothing living left here. OK. Uh, wouldn't take very long. There is no human. There's no human living. <laughs> They're all 
really in bad shape. Some of them are in pieces. Some of them are half in a tree or half in the ground. Like it's just, there's some horrific scenes, uh, all around, uh, in terms. And there's like, there's basically nothing living, uh, inside the neighborhood at this point. And outside of that, like in a radius around, you already had the sense that there was a lot of creatures that were kind of avoiding it. And so you'll, you'll, you'll eventually see some basic animals, but no, definitely no humans, no humans whatsoever. He'll shift back. He'll be like, downtown isn't the target. Signal Mountain is where we need to go to find the humans that are responsible for the travesties we've been dealing with. Well, Flu will be very happy to figure out what those do. It disgusts me, and I'll destroy them as soon as she's seen them, but it may give us an edge. In the fight yes. against the greater evil. Indeed. And Selena will look through and see if there's anything else in the tents that um, looks recoverable yeah. or. Okay. Um, um, you, you know, Jock, I, I want to say I really appreciate Like, you're going out of your way to always look out for the pack, man. That's just, um, I know you hate it. No, it we're one pack. We are. All, we must protect one another. Even those who fall into the weaver can be brought back into the wild. That's right. Well, you know, that's why you're one of the best of us. Thank you so much. Um, Selena, you can roll a either tech, like wits or intelligence, or science wits or intelligence, one of those two. Uh, yeah, I'll do science intelligence. And I will get uh, three successes. The better it is. Okay. Three Three. successes is is pretty good. Um, All right. As you are looking through the tents and things like that, there's no... None of the machinery seems to be recoverable. But one thing you do notice as you are kind of pushing what looks to be a... uh, Like the torso and part of an arm off of one of the tables is you notice that where the arm was severed, um, you can see that there is like a sub, like some kind of subdermal, like little small patch uh, that you see sticking out from beneath the skin. It's kind of coated and covered, but you can, it's very clear. It looks awkward. It's about the size mm-hmm. of like a quarter maybe. Uh, and okay. you can, uh, you can, you can recover that. You said three successes? Yes, it did. Do you want to do a, some willpower there? Some... Uh, of course. Willpower reroll for these two. Three is good, but four would be better. That's a shame. <laughs> Three is all I get. <laughs> That's all you find. That's all you find. Okay. All right. Any other things that you guys wanted to do here before you head back? Um, Duke wants to see like in the tents or maybe in the helicopter, if we can find uniforms. Uh, okay. Um, Mm -hmm. you definitely can find a uniform. It's just sort of the state that they're in because so many people were ripped apart. Um, I'll say, let me, I'll just roll a random dice. See how many you can find that are salvageable to the point where you can like stitch them up, repair them. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not even kidding. I rolled literally five. So uh, wow. there are five Ooh, salvageable. Nice. I rolled a D10. And so it's gonna you want to put a pair of those pants on now? <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. 
Just going to let it all hang out for the rest of the night. Um, I really appreciate this bonding experience. Yeah, I mean, think about it. When's the last time you've let the breeze just flow right through? It's been a while. We've been so busy. All goddamn time, but not like this, man. He starts stretching again. (laughs) (laughs) He's about to run a marathon. Oh, God. Okay. We got to walk back to the car, okay? I'm getting ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right uh and then eustace was there anything you wanted to do that everybody else had something to do i want this to be done no okay. <laughs> i have nothing you else get to in add. the car you drive back everybody eventually you you all you leave the site uh and you return to guy's grove early in the a.m so it's like two three o'clock in the morning or so when you arrive um and uh but we'll say so you all make it back to Guy's Grove. You're all intact. Um, we'll say some hours pass. Definitely Adora and some of the others. Some of the the others will come out assist with uh, with you, Lou, uh, in in sort of retrieving the bodies uh, of uh, of Bodhi and his pack. Um, get them situated in a position where they might be able to sort of help, sort of augment the healing and the regeneration. Um, and uh, shortly after you get you get back, Lou, you can see your crew comes in as well. Uh, and uh, there's tech apparently for you to uh, to look oh. at too. Oh yes, I before will take she, it. Where is it? Who brought before it? Before Shaw hands it over, he's like, "Understand this. This is for you to study to develop a war plan against the evils that created this, and then I'm destroying it. Are we okay with that, Lou?" Yes, of course. You wouldn't lie to me, would you? No. Don't make me hunt you down. She's definitely lying to you. Is there a roll I can make to determine? I don't think you need to make a roll. Yeah. Are we done yet? (laughs) Okay, fine. He he, he drops the bag. He's like, don't make me hunt you down for this. I mean, I'm not going to run away. You could at very least. I'm never going to win a fight against you, but this was. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, all right. So we'll say at this point, like, don't worry about time necessarily. We've got plenty of it. Um, so obviously you guys probably want to heal, recuperate, rest, etc. Mm-hmm. You have people to take care of, to check in on. So we'll say uh, we'll get a little bit looser with time now as the day will continue you'll get some rest etc and the next day or so will pass so now that you guys have concluded this whole sort of adventure down in whispering sands uh are there any tasks that people are doing or any things people are checking in on you know whatever order we go eustace you raise your hand you got something yes eustace has kind of found himself in a weird like uh equilibrium between like regular world and umbra and he already took the, the the spiritual sustenance when he's in Umbra, but now he's kind of feeling this weird tug for kind of doing the same, but in the real world. And there's a, a right called territorial dominance where he's already learned how to draw in, like energy from the Umbra, but now he's kind of like figuring out a way to do the, the mirror version of that over in the real world. But he's got to do it during nighttime when the moon is shining down. And he basically just spends an entire night running as far as the territory as he can, this round he'll run and yip out, maybe even calling out to the coyotes while he does. 
and just kind of spend an entire night just roaming as far of the territory as you can, marking it. I know we'll say that there are stretches where you don't run alone, where like the coyotes will come up out of the shadows, especially towards the north, northeast, where you sent them. You'll see them kind of come up and sort of ride, you know, run as best they can. You're probably faster than them, uh, but eventually like they'll sort of peel off and you kind of go this way and that. And we'll probably say that's probably the next night or so after. Yeah, after that'd be his time. next day or so. Like basically yeah. kind of like it's almost like a spiritual tethering to the land. It's good because you, it gives him bonuses yeah. while he's here. But if the land gets hurt, he gets hurt. But it's still. So uh, it's up to you in terms of the like, because it doesn't really define how large the size is, right? Like it's how far I can move in a night. So um, do you want to do like a roll for that to see like like a stamina athletics to see what you're at? And like that'll kind of determine a radius for you or. or... Sounds good. Yeah, let's, let's give that a roll. So stamina athletics. And that'll the higher the better, basically. Okay. Uh, oh, there you are. You do four. Okay, four successes is really good. You're welcome to spend willpower if you wanted to up it, uh, but four is is really good. That'll get a, a, a pretty large area. But if you wanted to to go even further than that, you're, you're welcome. You know, I to. will because I okay. can recover willpower. Why not? Okay, we're kind of getting in the waning hours of the campaign, anyways. Sure. Oh, nah. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, okay. I will say that. And you're are you focusing just on? Like the out, like, uh, are you just focusing on like non city? Like, cause we've, we've basically been mostly doing, yes. like this. Yeah. It, cause this campaign has been around the outskirts. Like that's what we've been sort of f- focusing on. So I'll say he'll try to cheat a little bit towards where, uh, where Jacques and them hinted mm-hmm. that we need to be doing stuff. So he'll try to cheat a little bit in that direction. Yeah. I think it's fair to say that you basically make a donut around Phoenix and Phoenix, like the Phoenix, the city mm-hmm. areas, the main city, some of the suburbs and stuff, you probably avoid that. Uh, but in a lot of the outskirts areas, so basically any of the parks, any of the wilderness areas and the immediate outskirts of Phoenix is, would probably be within in your radius for a full night. Uh, you are on full burn and whatever, uh, whatever werewolf form, lupus form, something like that that you're in, you would probably be able to, to sort of cover pretty much anything of like that. So anytime, anytime we're we're kind of outside of Phoenix, not in the city, I think it'll probably qualify. That's fair. Okay. Still, that'll be pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, anybody else had anything that they were doing? Little odds ends. All right, Lou, what do you got? Well, uh, Lou will be sitting at the sick bed for her kid and uh, Riley, and there is an ashtray absolutely overflowing next to them as they chain smoke their way through. All of the documents, all of the phones, they themselves managed to steal from the tents, uh, cry about their telescope, and start working on what Jacques brought as well. And uh, so, <clears throat> Lucas, there is some information that I need to tell you about uh, that is in your genealogy as well. Oh, here, do you want to try to take apart this thing while we talk? Uh, thank you. Um, here's some. Am I gonna go bald, young, or something? Is is that what it is? Uh, well, the opposite, really. So, you know how we try to 
take some very informative photos of oh you don't need to smash it come on you just need look if you twist this thing here and then mm -hmm. get the screwdriver over there it comes apart so quickly oh, and then okay. you can get to yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know how we take some photos of people and companies that are doing bad things to earth and and the, well it's partly because we are of a line that are werewolves uh-huh yeah okay yeah my uh, guidance counselor says that you're you got to stop saying weird stuff and taking me on those photo shoots by the way because uh well i mean eh, your guidance counselor doesn't know is this blood it's really sticky no i'm sure that's just uh cranberry juice don't lick it Nope, nope. Ah, it's not cranberry juice it's no not it's cranberry not juice mom okay it's not so Okay, don't freak out. You see my hands? Yes. And she'll just kind of like change them into some like slight werewolf uh, claws and hands, but not like a full thing, just a slight. So okay. you see this. Okay. He will suffer, uh, I think, yep. a delirium moment here. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> okay. So. Okay. There is a spirit world and things. He oh, no. Okay. This is not this too much too quickly. Yeah. So as he's as he's staring at you, and as your as your hand shifts, his hand just lets lets loose with the device that you just gave him, and it goes crashing to the ground. And he's, oh no, let me catch that. <laughs> and you just see he's just frozen, uh, and sort of like a state of shock. I, okay, just let, we'll push you back down on the bed for the moment, and when you're ready, we'll talk about it a little bit more. Let's just we'll tuck you yeah, in. Like, yeah, it's okay. We'll talk about it. We ah, uh, and whenever are, you try to tuck him in, he's like ah ah ah, yeah, and he kind of swatting okay. at your hands. Nope. Okay. And uh, she'll kind of break the news to Luke is not very well. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Oh God, poor kid. Remember when I was shot? And yeah, I got better very quickly. There's a reason for that. Okay. Uh -huh. I thought that you just drink a lot of milk or something. Uh, okay. All right. So that's Lou. Anyone else have any odds and ends that they were looking to do? Jacques would just okay. head out to the wolf sanctuary and spend the spend the night as a wolf amongst wolves. Yeah, yeah that's easy enough to do. No issues. Sure. Um, yeah. Selena. Selena would want to uh, have a conversation with Eldora. Okay. Adora, she's like, why is it you people never know my name? <laughs> Sorry, it's, I thought it was Adora, and then I looked right at the thing, there. and I'm like, I think that says Aldora. My bad. <laughs> it's right there on our relationship map. <laughs> I know, and it says Aldora. There's no L. What are you talking about? Damn it, there's an L. It's supposed <laughs> to be Adora. That's on me. That's a my bad. That's a my bad. <laughs> It's supposed to be a door. I just put it in the thing. In I my, second guess myself because I was like, I, I, um, yes, sorry. It's been a night. Sometimes I go by Eldora. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so about the stargazer, I am pleased to report that we, they were, being truthful to the best of their knowledge, I do believe. 
they thought they had lost their leader inside and we were able to find him and get him back. And Duke was able to uh, separate the spirit from the neighborhood. And then the stargazers were able, and and, and I, with a, a little bit of assistance from me, were able to uh, wrangle the spirit again. She looks at you. Um, she's like, considers for a minute. She's sort of nodding, listening to everything you say. I am pleased to hear that you have found allies. They are a, they are a fickle group. One pack might be friendly and their interests might align with ours. But that does not necessarily mean that the next pack of stargazers that you meet will not have different motives. And should theirs conflict with ours, then what will come of it? This is not to say that they are not welcome here. They can come here if they wish, and we will welcome them. They have helped you. You have helped them. We have found peace. But... I would caution you, one old woman to another, that it is very hard to understand their motivations and their methods. What we see is but a glimpse, the tip of an iceberg, and they are far more complicated. They're they still are given gifts from a patron that no one knows. And that alone is enough to maintain our suspicions of them. I just, I, I hear what you're saying. You can never judge a whole entire group by the actions of just a few of that group, good, bad, or otherwise. I, 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 that, that does make sense to me, but I hope that perhaps we could have somewhat of an arrangement with these. As I said, they are welcome to visit and treat. We will, we will not treat them as outsiders, but we will not treat them as family. They can be allies, but one that we look at with a with a level of scrutiny that we might not need others that we know better. As I said, we know not where their gifts originate. We know not who they have aligned with. We are answered. There is none that know. And until such information is available, how do we know that they are not ultimately serving a devious purpose, a long con, perhaps? Well, if I've learned anything from the development of our pack here together, 
is that even those that serve differences can still find ways to work together. You and she'll kind of talk about Jacques and Lou and you know them being able to work together and Jacques saving tech for Lou to study and change can happen. If you say that Jacques saved tech, she will, she'll, I need to sit down. <laughs> oh. Right? Today. The developments are just. <laughs> She's just like, if Jacques can be swayed to protect technology, then perhaps our purpose is not a losing battle after all. If that can happen, anything can. And you see a sudden, you know, she's re reinvigorated. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. And then Selena so, yeah. will go smoke and hum the tune that she was humming with Oren on the roof and see if she can see the stars the way she saw them on the roof with Oren. Give a, give a roll. Uh, so give the same roll that you rolled. Uh, so give like a, a cult... What did I say? How high do you get? That's what the roll is. <laughs> <laughs> Quite. <laughs> Quite. Well, it depends uh, on what you're sorry. saying. Sorry. Occult and... Uh, a career, well, if, are you, you said you're humming, you're doing the song. Um, yeah. Like I said, is either a cult or performance or one of the two skills, and then charisma would be the attribute. Okay. Uh, definitely charisma occults, um, and that will be three successes. You good with three? You want to do it? Uh, I will spend a willpower. Oh, wait, no, I don't spend it up here. Um, I get like three or four back at the beginning of every session. So um, Okay. I've been baiting Melissa into a lot of things. I baited her into <laughs> not the greatest. Of, of... I didn't get anything again. Okay. When you, uh, so as, as you spend the night on the rooftop of one of your, uh, various, uh, the various buildings within the, the grove, uh, and finally relax and with whatever, I mean, I, I don't know if it's peyote, whatever, whatever it is that Selena does, uh, you begin to hum the song. It doesn't quite have the same tenor that you heard when it was the three of you harmonizing, but for just a moment, you do see the stars shine brighter. You can see the moon kind of glows and there's this aura to it that seems to extend and it kind of lightens up the dark sky. You don't see like the distant like comets shooting left and right. This this amazing display, but you definitely can tell that the sky has kind of opened up a bit more to you than in the past. Okay. And Selena enjoys this. Uh she may not be able to leap all the time, but darn it, she can now see the sky in ways that other people can't. Okay. Um, anybody else have any business that they wanted to attend to? Yeah, Duke was going to speak to Adora, but I think he would have just listened to the conversation and been like, I guess, minorly disappointed because she's stuck in her ways and she's just kind of one of those old people that she clearly can't persuade. And he thought Selena's points were pretty good. So he's not, he doesn't feel like there's anything else to push on her. Like it's not going to, it's going to fall on deaf ears, but then he's just going to have a werewolf 101 powwow with all the newbies and just help 
get them up to speed and learn some. Oh, and Hector. And... You get Hector too if you're oh, talking no, to the newbies. He, yeah, he, you get Hector. Before that, he will definitely berate Hector and his behavior and how he should respect elders and listen to what they have to say. And the fact that I will go and show him all of his injured yeah, yeah. pack mates that I yeah. saved and all the rest you of the You guys come saved. back bloody, ripped apart with the bodies of, of like pack mates. Like, all right. Uh, I I'm sorry, Duke. Uh, I I I acted rationally, uh, rashly, not rationally, rashly. I acted rashly. I was just worried about my pack mates, and I shouldn't have questioned you. Uh, you guys are old and wise, and you know like all sorts of cool old tricks and things, and. I didn't realize you had a plan that was in the works. That's I apologize. If you want to like hit me or something, uh, you can. Uh, that's not really my style, but as long as you feel bad, that's good enough for me. But look, we have werewolf one-on-one happening in about 30 minutes. I'd like you to come. We're going to teach about what it is to be a werewolf, what the Umbra is. And so that way you can kind of have a better understanding of what you're getting yourself into. Uh, but I've been like a werewolf, like I'm older than all of them. Okay. That wasn't a question. That was more of like a command. <clears throat> yes, sir. Yes, sir. And he can see, he's like, yes, sir. You got it. Got it. And he, he goes to the glass that you're holding. <laughs> yeah. And so all the new people can come and it's just like a overview of protecting Gaia and all of our tenants and whatever. Gotcha. Uh, okay, so at a certain point, well, and again, we'll say a lot of this is happening over the course of a day or two or three days, like like in a couple a couple days here and there. It doesn't all have to happen instantly. Um, okay, uh, so one day, um, as everyone's recuperating, recuperating, Lou, I, I would I would let you know that like just sort of the follow up on some things. Um, we have to play it all out, but I would say your son is very. Uh, over the next couple of days is very nervous around you. You can tell he's just not talking much. He's, he's being very quiet. He's being very concerned. He's there, he's doing what you're saying and he's, but he's having trouble looking at you. eye. Riley, you realize is just doing worse and worse and worse and worse. And again, he's just a human like there's, he's not, there's nothing supernatural about him. And so eventually like, resigned to it like adora and some of the other healers here who who know mundane healing they say it's time to to take him uh take him into a hospital and ultimately what what sort of happens with him is he loses his arm like his whole arm from essentially just just below the shoulder because remember he, he took a he took a shot there that just became this horrific infection uh he's not dead he's not nothing like that but he he basically becomes he, he's almost out of play for at least a little bit. You can talk to him, obviously, but in terms of sending him out and doing things, he's he's locked into this hospital for a while with this this um, with now unfortunately a missing arm. Um, Lula tax the system to make sure everything is paid for, not by her, but everything looks paid of for. Your and your pools are high enough that even taking half would probably work out. So I think I think you're good. Um, and we'll say like. Shortly thereafter, uh, maybe at some point when you return to the Grove, maybe it's a point when Jacques is back as well. Um, 
you guys see uh, sort of sputtering down the dirt road uh, kind of through uh, through the entrance uh, you can see this this old like like honking like bronco that uh, that you know it's it's got you can see bumper stickers galore. It's like I'm rooting for the meteor. It's like meteor 2024. It's like it's that kind of like all over the place. And popping out of it, you see a um, very muscular, uh, heavily tattooed uh, man who uh, who has he's just basically wearing like a leather vest and leather pants, and he's got this like slick bl- uh, slick back black hair. And you guys all know him as Warchild. And as he like hops down, you see popping out uh, one by one shortly after him, you see the rest of his pack. And they all are, are dressed and sort of, they're very intimidating to look at for, I think, the average person, right? Uh, and so you see Alvarez pop out, you see Tone, you see Roach, like all of them pop out, including the two that are arrested. So Tone and Roach were both arrested. And you see, oh, uh, you see Warchild just like, Ugh. We're back. He just kind of call. He just calls it out really loud, like "We're back." They're like looking at each other. What the hell's going on here, man? This place is getting too freaking hippie, if you ask me. Anyhow, we have news. Hello. You don't need to yell. We're around. Oh, hey, thanks. Is the uh, information? Yeah, help. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Uh, yeah, yeah. And like you see, Tom's like, yeah, hey, th- thank you. Th- th- thanks, Lou. Thanks. Appreciate it. Okay. Uh, well, if you need to get to ring around the coppers, I'm always happy to help. You know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're good with the, you're good with the computers. We get it. And you um, like, as he turns aside, he's like, Weaver, love it. Um, dick bags. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jacques going, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like, we've got news. That's it. Let's go. Church time. Everybody, let's go. Now. What the hell? What the hell are the little ones doing? What the, what the fuck is that? Why? They're just sitting like cross-legged beneath a freaking orange tree. What kind, What the hell? We leave for a week and this is what happens? Like, oh, yeah, we got some new folks that showed up. They're getting the lay of the land. But the important thing is you're back. We're damn glad to see you. In fact, I want to put a beer in your hand right now. Well, that's more like it. Thanks, man. Thanks, Eustace. And he just <laughs> just drinks the whole damn thing down. Like that's why I brought go. three. And takes another one. Yeah. Goes again. Whew. What the hell did you put in this, man? Ugh. Oh, that's a new one. I call this one Haunt. I take Haunt. some habaneros and some blanos. And I smoke them. And then I have them, uh, I, I get the renderings off the, the meat and the smoke shack, and I have them drip down onto the peppers. And then I put that the all the spice and the fat that's been rendered down into the wort, so you kind of get this hot and spicy sort of thing going in it. So it sort of burns your mouth, but you get that little savory bit to it. Yeah, all right. It's good, thanks. Anyhow, listen, come on. We, uh... We got news. All right. You all, you went up in your little trip up north, whatever it was. And while we were doing, while you were doing that, we were out west. 
And shit, did we find some stuff. There's like some kind of base out there. Like, Oh, you found the military base. Good job. We were going to look for that soon. Yes. Wait, what? You guys fucking, how do you, how did you know this already? Did one of you call them? What the hell? We're a better, smarter, stronger pack. That's how. But tell us what you know. Oh, oh, so you know about the towers and shit, right? You know that? Oh, yes. And the hell ice cream truck. Do you know about the ice cream truck? It's not an ice cream truck, but yeah, they got trucks there and they got choppers, tons of them. It's like a freaking airport. Did you know that they did something that basically affects shifting, right? Makes it harder. Almost freaking. Wait, what? Yeah, they attacked us and they used that against us. Yeah, we know. Well, yeah. What? And then, but, man, I had a whole thing, like Roach. Okay, sorry. I will sit here and pretend it's shocking. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. So you guys got, got, like, whatever it is that they got, they, it dropped you out of form? Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's like, just because we sound, there is no lesser amount of appreciation for what you discovered, just because we also discovered it. Because, you know, like, what if we didn't make he's it? scratching his head. It would have like, been oh. you that brought it back to us. So your experience you is really, valid and appreciated. You should really tell us everything that you know, um, because if we just act like we know everything, there's probably something you know that we didn't get, so you should just tell us everything, exactly. and then we can just confirm. Because I'm really so, sure that you guys didn't know that information, because... Jeff knows that you didn't have that information. <laughs> <laughs> See, Jeff's like we're, a dude. We, we met him. He's cool. We, <laughs> we, we had some success, and I think we might, all of us, be a little um, pleased with ourselves of the success okay. that we had. Listen, you got some wins. We got some wins. Share your wins. We're a community, man. That's what we do. Yes, we, get we are. wins. All right? We do. We do. But... We got some losses too. We got some L's. Oh no. It's bad out there, man. Like they drop Roach when he was fleeing on Lupus. It's just something happened and then just like that. He was just sprawling around like some old naked man. Hey, I'm not that old, man. What are you talking about? I'm like 42. 42 is not old. Like, shut up, man. So Selena just sort of looks over at Duke and just kind Duke of nods. Stretching. <laughs> Old naked yeah. man comment. I was running. Or if he was spry, you know. Uh, I was running. I felt dizzy. There was like voices in my head. And then, bam, I couldn't freaking concentrate no more. I was just, bam, just like that. I was like sprolling down into the traffic. I nearly got hit by a freaking uh, by a freaking rider truck. One of them big old yellow ones that they move all sorts of furniture and stuff in. You know what I'm talking about. Anyhow, dude, this is my story. Shut the hell up. I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> man. I'm sorry. Okay. So anyhow, then that's when the Merc started swarming, man. Like, we're talking like dozens of them, but I think there's more. There's like 100, 200. It's like, they're just there. They're like... They swarm over there, man. And then, and here's the worst part. And they all, you can see like each one of them are just like, like they, you you can see they all get like this really pissed off look and like they spit on the ground and like squeeze like a a cup too much to where it breaks. They had wolves on leashes. You guys didn't know that, huh? Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that one is new. Wolves on leashes. 
Werewolves are normal wolves. Garu, what the hell? You know what I'm talking Quit interrupting. Uh, no. What? Can they I have any funny music they were doing? Them ones on the leash? I, I mean, I heard some. I heard some stuff like voices and things. I don't know if it was the ones on the leash, but I heard it. Yeah. There was like right. some. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. No, 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 no. The wolves were like crazy eyed, snarling and such. They were silver chains. Silver collars, all that kind of silver fucking everywhere, man. They were loaded the bear. They had all of it. They were ready to go. They knew, or at least they guessed. I don't know. They knew we were there. We couldn't. Man, that compound, they were outside. That was just outside, by the way. We couldn't find a breach point anywhere, anywhere. We tried to go down. I mean, there's caverns and caves and such, but like they were down there too. And then we stepped into the gauntlet. And fucking Tone damn near lost an arm and it shit us all the way out near Goodyear. We were nowhere close when we came through. They got something. Defenses or some shit, man. It's bad. And then they got like, they've got actual like, I don't know, like some connections. Because it's just up the road is the freaking nuclear plant, man. That's up there. And so you, they've got some kind of thing going on. We see some of them coming down, some of their folk going up and everything. And they got, ta- I tell you about the towers, they see everything. We went in at night and they still could see us. They got that yeah. night vision. Um, didn't somebody get some information about the people we think was funding the assholes who were out here doing shit? Like the people behind the people? Something came up about that recently, right? Yeah. TDG. I think it's the name of the corporation. All right. Now, here's what I'm thinking. Like, you can try and do traditional kind of come in from the outside and breaching, right? But they're looking for that. They're looking for a bunch of fucking wolves to just come storming at the walls, right? But what if all this bullshit has gone down, right? What if, and I know you don't love it, but like somebody like Lou has a good way of like making shit look the way people think. Somebody from the outside has got to get a whiff of all this nonsense that's happened, right? Some quality assurance bullshit. Come in and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you fucking up so bad? And we pretend that we're those people. And we like use a that as our way to get in. Something. Yeah, like a fucking health inspection. Yeah, a surprise one. No one likes exactly. a surprise health inspection. And what inspection. if we do that way instead of trying to just like brute force our way into the walls? I don't understand. I don't know how to do it. I'm just saying, like, as an idea. It's it's a like a, a form of disguise with like a cover story. Well, we do have five uniforms. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to be health inspectors. We could be potentially captured some guru and bringing them to the lab. Captured. Dude, you want to do like the Chewbacca thing? Right. Yes. Maybe. Let's the Trojan horse. Trojan Chewbacca. Like you yeah. got it. Okay. All right. I like it. It's at this point, as you guys are, we'll say at a picnic bench or something outside talking or whatever, that you guys like hear like a... You just hear like 
not like a chopper thing. You just hear wings and you guys look up and you hear this like squawk and you look over at one of your orange trees and in like right atop it, perched atop is like the largest blackbird you've ever seen. And as you're watching, it sort of shifts. And much like you guys have Glabro, you can kind of see like your face and you still have those like remnants of a wolf. You see the face of Mother Morello on what looks like a giant raven bird well up atop uh, the nearest orange tree. And she just and she's just walking down and you can see other people are kind of like freaking out and she's like calling down. The clock strikes 12. Hour of death. Hour of death. And just like squawk, squawk. And like you can see all of like the, like your young pups are like, like looking to you guys are really nervous and like mm-hmm. they're looking up and like you can see like there's this big hesitation. It's like the Lord of Thunder rages. The Lord of Thunder. His arm is open. And then like they start like calling out to you mm-hmm. and she continues to like squawk and scream and squawk and scream. Disgraced! Don't! Cursed! Mm-hmm. And then her mm-hmm. face like turns back into like raven form and she just <laughs> starts to lift off and squawks once more and continues to sort of get higher and higher up into the sky. Can I take a pot shot at her team? Are we okay with this? No. No. I was about to offer her a drink and say, no, it's actually happy hour. But, you know, she was just really intense. Yeah, yeah. You, okay, so no to the taking. I have uh, some guns here. Mm, I, no? like shooting yeah. us. Let's not do that. Oh, yeah, it's right. one that she's spitting words at us, and they're creepy words. But, like, words ain't the same as bullets. But, yes, the bullets are much more effective. That's why I like some more. You know, words can be effective. Have you even shot a gun the whole time we've been running around? <laughs> At this point, she's completely no. out of range. <laughs> <She's> gonna... <laughs> I mean, what are you even talking about? What is this big game coming from you? I don't understand. Just because I get knocked out at the very beginning of nearly every fight does not mean. <laughs> yeah, in fairness, I would assume if any of us understands the ins and outs of a weapon... It probably would be Lou. What are all of you talking about? What? What did? What, what did she? What, what, what did she say? Our are you still death? high. No. <laughs> still Lord days of ago. Oh, okay. I'm just making sure. I mean, you you said you didn't, you know, get to smoke for a while, so I thought you were going just ripping it. it. No, she's the one that's actually addicted to this stuff. Our well, yes. death. The smoke yeah, our good. death. Uh, yeah. 12 o'clock the clock strikes 12 which it to be fair does twice a day so it's not that uncommon and this this hmm so as you, you know guys... maybe here's the thing <laughs> sometimes when the muse shows up and they say shit and it sounds weird to you and it freaks you out maybe you click another way maybe what she's trying to tell us is that's the right time to go into the base because are you going to tell me that mother showed up in the middle of the conversation, to drop that verbiage during that time, just randomly? I don't think so. Well, it could also be the times that their uh, camp decides to attack us. Mm -hmm. They they plan on killing us. And so as you guys talk, we'll fade out of that scene as you guys (laughs) talk through that. It's and fine. When, she was helping us. It was crazy. Well, I mean, she meant well. 
<laughs> shot. I, I appreciate your optimism. She's like, hey, how's it going? Bam. Hey, <laughs> when you're a brewmaster, the glass is always half full. <laughs> we have recently learned oh, that we goodness. don't always need to take on those that are different from us in battle. <laughs> Did we? Learn? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they're not that yeah. different than you. But uh, Zamuzer is with the older dudes that's clearly evil and the uh, teenage mage that's yeah, trying to... Yeah, but, like, the involvement of who works for who is very much under question. And, I and they're still so far away. To, to, he's clearly evil. He's I very evil. We're done, totally by the way. We're <laughs> over. I still think clearly evil is... It's clearly yeah. evil dude. Like, it was. I would say on, not the most. He's just old and demented. Like yeah. just give Duke twenty years. Just give Duke twenty years. On the negative side, enough to rescue the pups and rescue the younger yeah. folks, and like not feel yeah. bad about taking them. Yeah, just but, let King Duke reign for twenty years, and he'll probably be like that guy. Exactly. <laughs> if Duke wasn't such a lesser noble, he probably would have already done that. That's just me speaking. <laughs> <laughs> my god i think i think we just convinced the stargazers to move this spirit over signal signal mountain and let it sit there for a while chewing on these a guys. long asshole it is a long asshole yeah it's like a if we there's nothing in between either together. it's just definitely desert <laughs> they're gonna go just through desert no problems <laughs> there's suddenly no southern no southern phoenix south mountains yeah, gone there, there's no way to get the phoenix to anymore we yeah. just uh, took that Should out we loop up somehow and hit scottsdale because that would be really nice if we could go north <laughs> jock oh, would have goodness. no problem with any of this you'd <laughs> oh, yeah, like, park it right over it. phoenix too i mean you know yeah that's fair <laughs> that's fair Blue probably would want to keep the humans alive no oh, oh no oh only ravens you want to kill i get it yeah, well, that you know, with that Normal gun species. she's so good with that she's know, never right? used We're the whole campaign. <laughs> oh my god, let me pull it. Like, oh, what? What are you taking a pasha? I didn't get it until like whenever we crashed the cars or something. Oh god. All right. So we'll end there. We're we're in the the final final arc, uh final story arc. Uh we'll pick up next week. Uh we only have a couple sessions left. I, I like I said, somewhere between two and four. Uh I mean, obviously, like, you know. Things could go really weird and we could finish next time. But somewhere, somewhere, I think we have a couple sessions left. So we have, we have a few sessions left. If you haven't spent your XP, I would recommend uh, maybe doing that uh, as, uh, as there, there's limited time left. Uh, why don't we go ahead and do a couple closing plugs and we'll get on out of here. Uh, Jeremy, let's start with you, man. Why don't you tell us a little bit about this Patreon? Yeah, Aaron Reese on Patreon. We've got maps, tokens, other fun stuff. Check it out. Awesome. Look how fast that type was. That was pretty I impressive. saw that. I was really impressed with myself. That I so saw good. that. I was oh, watching. Oh, goodness. Uh, Aaron, what's going on over on Garblick? Let's see. Next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can find Millie, the GM, continuing her uh, Coriolis playthrough. Um, I believe they're streaming it directly on YouTube, though. So look for it on the YouTube channel. Then on Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'll be back in the narrator's seat as we continue our Marvel multiverse playthrough of the Cataclysm of Kang, uh, getting ready to move into the Rank 3 adventure here shortly. And then on Thursday, you'll be able to find uh, Pete continuing his Heroic Deeds run. That's his own RPG that's getting ready to be uh, put out on Kickstarter in February. It's... Uh, 
old school uh, fantasy with some modern mechanics in it. Uh, it's a lot of fun. He's running everybody through the Red Hand of Doom adventure. Perfect. Uh, and then for us here tomorrow night, Aaron, we good for Wrath and Glory? We're going to be doing some Wrath and Glory, Cubicle 7's Warhammer 40K, as we continue our Vow of Silence run-through of the Litany of Lost adventure. Uh, we're fighting some orcs. We're having some good times. We're hunting down some traitors. So uh, join us for probably the finale of this adventure tomorrow, and maybe I'll get to kill somebody. Very nice. I have certain people that I would prefer you kill over others. Uh, if you would like some suggestions, I'll I keep that in mind. Go ahead. Go <laughs> in my direction. There is definitely one that uh, goes to the top of that list. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Uh, Saturday, the plane is called Cthulhu Eternal Lives. We had a takeoff last week uh, due to some illnesses and injuries and such in the in the crew. So hopefully we're back to that. That's the plan for Saturday. So come see more of our Call of Cthulhu campaign. Uh, Monday, you could see the top row here playing some Fragged Empire. Uh, so we're continuing uh, another sci-fi uh, space game. Uh, Tuesday, man, Marvel Multiverse has been a little snake bit in the past few weeks. So hopefully we will get back to that on Tuesday uh, as we're getting, we're very close to the end of the campaign. And I know uh, we have every intention uh, of, of finishing it. It's just, just bad timing the last couple of weeks and a few things. Uh, and then next Thursday, next Thursday, we'll obviously be back to more werewolf. If you haven't checked out the YouTube page of Ventures and Lollygagging, please go ahead and take a look at that. We've got all sorts of games, including the other ones that we're running live right now, like Delta Green and Monster of the Week and such. Uh, but otherwise, thank you to everyone who hung out tonight. Thank you to those of you who threw out some, uh, some subs and bits earlier and got us at Hype Train. Uh, we are going to go ahead and raid Insomnia Night RPG. If you would like to go ahead and follow us to them, that would be awesome. Uh, otherwise, have a great rest of your night. We'll catch you all later. And uh, bye-bye. Good night. See y'all.